Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh You're listening to Radio Zero on 1575am Also streaming live on www.radiozero.com Yes, inshallah ta'ala we have Morana Muhammad Venka joining us So stay tuned and inshallah ta'ala Today's topic is going to be in regards to upbringing of children And we're going to ask Morana a few questions And then inshallah ta'ala he will continue with the topic until uh, the end So stay tuned to Radio Zero on 1575am Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Dear respected listeners, uh, we have uh, Morana Muhammad Venka with us uh, Joining us all the way from South Africa, Durban And uh, today's topic that we have is in regards to the upbringing of children I'm going to ask a few questions to Morana And inshallah ta'ala he will continue speaking to us Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Morana Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Morana and assalamu alaikum to the esteemed listeners Barakallahu feekum and hope you are keeping well uh, you know, in the current uh, situation. Alhamdulillah, keeping well, Moran, uh, with your du'as. Moran, uh, uh, let us move on to the topic, inshallah ta'ala, in regards to upbringing of children. And today's first question is, that in this day and age with times changing, what do you think are the key elements of bringing up children in Islamic uh, in Islamic environment? Okay, Barakallahu Feekum, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Respected listeners, one of the greatest challenges that stare at the world today is the fear of raising children. The fears that haunt the mind of every individual without exception is what would happen to a generation in a society that has become totally immoral and devoid of values. And as we draw closer to the day of Qiyamah and we see the prophecies of Nabi Ali Salaam manifesting before us on a daily basis, that Anas had said that we had barely dusted our hands from the grave of the Nabi of Allah and already we found that the conditions around us had changed. In other words, the burial of the Nabi of Allah وسلم, which marked the termination of the golden era was felt so instantly, so immediately that we had barely dusted our hands from the grave of the Nabi of Allah and already we found that the conditions around us had changed. What about you and I who find ourselves 14 centuries down the line? Now when we find, uh, you know, when we look at this particular topic, it's a very vast topic. Uh, you know, to condense it in a few minutes, we cannot really do justice, you know, to this particular topic. But it's something which is so important, you know, in this day and age. I always make mention of it that to find a obedient child who is upright in society, I swear by Allah, it is the priceless gift of nature. Now, there are two things that come across loud and clear. Just to answer the question, and when we study the lives of Ambiya, Allah Ta'ala has made the lives of all Ambiya exemplaries for humanity in its entirety. So apart from the fact, you know, we take guidance from the du'as of prophets, you know, we take guidance from the lives of Ambiya, subhanAllah. So there are two things that come across loud and clear, you know, which is something which is vital, it is critical, it is important in the nurturing of any child. One is the element of love coupled with sternness but in moderation so what do we learn one is to show love to children to show them their affection to 
but at the same time we need to draw the line we need to draw the line you don't overly love your children and you don't show them no affection at all so we need to adopt that balance and we need to bring that balance especially when it comes to the upbringing you know of our of our children so i think these are the two key elements that perhaps uh, you know we need to focus on one is love number two, uh, you know compassion but number two is that we need to draw the line we need to find that balance unfortunately today you know we've reached a point where we find it very very difficult you know to tell our kids no we find it very difficult on the other hand we find that uh, you know when it comes to the nabi of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam you know when it had come to children he displayed a lot of love a lot of compassion towards children uh, you know and there are multitudes of examples the wealth of knowledge that is contained in the books of ahadith in the seer of the nabi of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam pertaining to the love that allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam had for you know had for little kids so this is something which is you know very very important in this day and age uh, you know the the upbringing the nurturing of our children you know when we look within the quran one of the greatest anbiya of allah was nabi ibrahim alaihi salam ibrahim alaihi salam he made dua to the almighty allah if you understand ibrahim alaihi salam was sent by allah into this world to destroy idol worship yet he himself makes dua to the almighty allah that wajnubni wa baniya an na'bud al asnam that allah save me save my son save my progeny from worshiping idols why the environment he was exposed to was an environment of idol worship hence ibrahim alaihi salam understood the importance and the need jazakallah wana for the answer and moving on to the second question is what are your thoughts in regards to children using social media like you know facebook twitter instagram etc okay now this is another very very pertinent very important question uh you know in terms of uh you know kids uh, using social media you know you find various different platforms uh you know we and like somebody was speaking about new year's re- resolution one person said my new year's resolution is to keep up with technology he says it is ridiculous for me to ask my 7 year old child to, to teach me how to use a cell phone so we uh, you know we find that we need to adopt a very balanced approach one is to adopt a very hard handed approach where we say that nothing at all you cannot do this you cannot do that you cannot do this now if you're going to adopt that type of approach you'll find that more than often those type of kids they would rebel against the parents so on the at, uh, you know at, at the same time you know we need to give them some sort of flexibility give them some concession but within reason within reason it's all about educating our kids it's all about educating our children because today you find that you know one of the b- biggest problems is uh you know where children are rebelling against their own parents and from a medical perspective what doctors might tell you that the child is suffering from ADD or ADHD attention deficit disorder you know these are scientific medical terminologies f- physical expressions whatever it is but before we go down into those aspects we need to analyze as parents is there anything wrong in my life because of which my child is suffering whilst every parent wishes to impress on his or her child the good that my children must only see my good they must not see my evil respected listeners until and unless we as parents will not discipline our own lives we are living in a false uh, you know in a false paradise very well said you know you tell your kid that uh, you know do this Uh, but you know we as parents what is what is the example that we are giving to our children so we adopt that attitude like they say in english you know do what i tell you don't do what i do 
So it doesn't work that way. The Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا سَمِعَتُمْ بِجَبَلٍ زَالَ عَنْ مَكَانِ If someone had to tell you that a mountain has moved from its place, tell the person, I believe you. But if he tells you that so-and-so has abandoned an evil practice, tell the person, I don't believe you. The Nabi of Allah says, the moving of a mountain is easier. So what do we understand? What you will instill? So it starts off, let us not uh, play the blame game. Let us not lay the blame on our kids. You know, it starts off with the parent, comes to, you know, the aspect of discipline. As long as you can give it to them, but they can, you teach them how to discipline themselves, then inshallah, you know, we will find a workable, suitable solution. The problem today, you know, in my humble observation is, is that if we are going, if you are going to adopt extremism, then, you know, then you would find that the children will start rebelling against you. On the other hand, if you are too flexible in your approach, then you would find that the children would go the other way. So we need to, you know, allow them, give them to a certain limit, you know, under, uh, you know, they need to be tutored, they need to be educated, they need to be disciplined, and we need to keep a watchful eye, you know, on our children. Than, you know, if you want, uh, you know, if you want to try and create that balance. So what we are speaking about is about creating that balance, which unfortunately, you know, is lacking. Moving on to our last question, is the madrasa environment and teaching still important uh, in this day and age? So this is someone's question, so if we can inshallah answer that as well. Yes, absolutely. You know, when we look at our makatib, we look at our institutions of learning and teaching, our madrasas, darul ulooms, uh, or, you know, we refer to maktabs or madrasas, the afternoon, after our children come back from school, they go to the maktab. We find that these are forts that insulate our children. These are forts that protect the iman of our children. You know, we do not realize, I've traveled to many countries on the globe, you know, this is the cornerstone. You know, it is that avenue. It is that medium it is that bridge it is that uh, you know that avenue that Allah has given us to preserve and to protect iman in our little children so we indeed we act you know we need to acknowledge and pay homage to those muallimas those ulama you know that are disseminating, disseminating knowledge to our little children if your child dies without understanding deen if your child dies without understanding Quran Allah will hold nobody else responsible but you as a parent. So these teachers, these muallimas, these ulama, these are indeed the well-wishers who join hands with you in fulfilling your responsibility as a parent. So indeed, you know, this is something which is so important. You know, it's something which is integral in the life of every, every child. You know, when we travel to countries of the world, they do not have the maktab system. We see what is the condition of the youth. Alhamdulillah, those countries that we go to, like South Africa, the United Kingdom, and now in the recent past in the United States of America, in Australia, and various other countries, you know, they have, uh, you know, they've started this maktab system, this madrasa system, you know, which is an ideal platform and opportunity, you know, to preserve and to protect iman, the iman of our children. So, you know, even when the child grows up, he understands who is Allah. He can identify with Islam. He can identify with the sunnah. He could identify with Quran. So, you know, perhaps when he grows up in life, you know, his fundamentals, the foundation is solid and this is something which is very important you know to instill uh, to instill those uh, you know fundamental you know values you know in our innocent children 
Jazakallah Marana for this and moving on now inshallah what final advice can you give to our respected listeners in regards to you know how they should be uh, bringing up their children uh, especially in this in this kind of environment that we're living in at the moment okay I think uh, just one simple piece of advice is is that we need to make a lot of dua make a lot of dua you know for our kids you know for the upbringing and the most telling example amongst the many other examples that we could find is that of Ibrahim salam. Ibrahim salam, his father was a fire worshipper Ibrahim salam, his father was a fire worshipper his father Ibrahim salam was Khalilullah he was the friend of Allah. The attitude of the father was very aggressive. He was very aggressive in his demeanor. Ibrahim salam was very polite, subhanAllah. So the father was, uh, you know, they used to worship idols. Ibrahim salam worshipped Allah. The father was very aggressive. Ibrahim salam was very submissive. You know, he was very, very, uh, you know, guarded subhanallah what did he tell his father his father tells him his father tells ibrahim that oh ibrahim if you'll not stop preaching to me i will pelt you so ibrahim salam says that despite your harshness i will continue invoking the mercy of allah upon you so that's number one for children to make dua you know for their parents but on the other hand you know as parents to make dua you know for your children for the preservation yaqub salam is leaving this world he gathers his children oh my children once i am gone once i have left this world who would you worship and to whom would you turn and i think this is a question mark that each and every one of us you know need to put before us that every father today is concerned what would happen to my children the day i die i think it is high time we ask ourselves the question what happened to my children the day they die okay jazakallah for joining us today and we hope inshallah that we can continue with many more topics like this uh, and jazakallah once again Morana, for your time Keep up the good work, and we hope that Allah, Allah yeah, make it easy for those that are suffering, you know, those who have contracted the virus. Allah Ta'ala grant them complete shifa. Allah Amen. preserve and protect each and every one of us and those who have passed on. May Allah show His, uh, his choicest blessings, you know, upon the qubur, upon those upon those souls, inshallah. Amen. 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 Jazakallah, Walana. Uh, once again, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.